Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. On a previous episode, I had the honor and the privilege to interview Dr. Robert Glover, who's the author of No More Mr. Nice Guy. And I... I loved chatting with him because he talked about, uh, you know, men along the spectrum, <laughs> the spectrum of the, the nice guy and the bad boy or the asshole, right? Now, uh, I really appreciate you to tuning in to another episode of my podcast here. What's up? I'm Johnny King. And what I so much love about these types of conversations uh, are that, you know, we get to expose any areas within ourselves that need to be healed. You know, a big part of who we are today, obviously, a massive part of, uh, of is what happened between birth and, let's say, 12 years old, okay? The vast majority of who you are today, the stories that you have about yourself, the identity that you've set up for yourself is established even by the time you're 10 years old, okay? So it's crazy. I mean, for, for myself and for a lot of men who who kind of, you know, categorize themselves into that realm of the nice guy, a big part, I can, I can speak for myself, and I've had conversations with other men, was in avoidance of becoming something else, right? And so I lived... Uh, of the vast majority of my whole life up to about 30 years old, trying not to be something as opposed to being clear about who I wanted to be or who, who I was actually. And so with, with not having had a very strong male representation or model, if you will, because my dad, you know, he, he again he's done the best he could with the tools he had at the time but he really was focused on work you know and and work for a lot of men is a safe place to go when they feel they're seen they're recognized they're appreciated they are successful right compare that to you know my my dad didn't even really want children or if not more than like one I think you know and he ended up having five <laughs> so uh he just said it was just complete mayhem which totally get it we we were we were a lot to handle no doubt um but not having him around and not having really any other forms of of healthy masculine role models speaking for myself and and I think again a lot of men's stories out there who who you know, liken themselves to being kind of a, a the pleaser, right? Someone who finds their sense of self-worth in the validation that comes from making other people happy. The problem with that, of course, is that you're giving away your power to just be happy regardless of the circumstances, the people around you, the environment. You know, that would be what I would say more of the the mature masculine 
right, who who's clear about his purpose and clear about who he is and doesn't waver in that. Okay, so I'm the immature, wounded child masculine, if you will, growing up in a big part of of what I was doing when I was growing up was not wanting to be like all the other guys. Okay? So if the guys were watching porn, I wasn't. If the guys were smoking pot, I wasn't. If the guys were having sex with their girlfriends, I was abstaining, right? So I was kind of, uh, it, it was a big cry out, I can see for me now, a big cry for significance, that that need for self-worth and for uh, to, to feel unique and special, right? And so uh, I think a lot of men who resonate with this <laughs> type of perspective that I'm coming from as well, or, or, or did at least for 30 years of my life, was, again, I wasn't so, so clear about what I was moving towards. I just was very clear about what I was moving away from, you know? And so I was never really taught what it meant to be a healthy masculine man. What, what I did see in terms of what men do was that they worked really hard and they provided, okay? Now, I've also then associated working really hard and providing with not being around, not being present, missing out on life or at least the lives of your loved ones because that's how I experienced my father, you know, and so that has taken and continues to take time to unravel because I still subconsciously have that childhood wound. So that, that sabotages me as an adult. You know, but like I said earlier, I was living my life, truthfully, trying not to be something, not to be like the other guys. I wanted to be unique. I wanted to be seen as, you know, <laughs> some, someone of value, Right as opposed to, to being clear about who I am. And so a lot of the work that I do with men, and the, and the big part of what uh, I think truly needs to happen, is that first and foremost, men are, men are wounded. A lot, a lot of men are wounded. Okay, so there's this inner child wound that happens, and then they're making a mess of it. So they're wounded, and they're bleeding everywhere. Uh, they're just absolutely, um, yeah, I think I made my point. They're making a mess of it, right? Secondarily, they don't have a sense of clear identity. And a lot of times that sense of identity comes with a clear purpose, okay? Um, and so a big, big part of defining who we are as men is getting clear on a life mission, a purpose, you know, a divine direction. And that direction ultimately is going to take us out of ourselves to where we're just, you know, looking looking out for ourselves, which, like I said, a big part of my life was really just all about me and was all about attempting to fill that woundedness, that void of me truly not feeling um, appreciated or seen by my father or any other type of kind of masculine or not masculine, mature uh, male role model, right? 
an elder, if you will. And then, so, so I would never have gotten to my life purpose and thus never be paying or not paying, uh, more pouring myself into, um, a, a mission that is far greater than just my own needs. If it weren't for having done the work at step one, which is healing and, and granted, don't get me wrong, the healing is still taking place. And I don't know if it actually ever ends because life has a way of, of wounding, like literally the, the price of admission to play this game of life is pain, is woundings, you know? So if you want to play in relationships, you're going to get your heart broken. If you want to, you know, have great health, you're, you're going to run into injury. If you're not going to play the game of health, you're going to also run into disease, right? Same thing with business. So there's all these kind of costs associated with how we play this game of life. And so if you don't heal, if you don't suture up, if you will, those woundings where you're bleeding all over yourself and all over people and making a mess of your life, then you're never going to get to that second piece, which is all about the, the greater sense of purpose and identity. Okay. And without that sense of purpose and identity, then you can't do the third thing, which is truly contribute to something greater than yourself so that you feel uh, just kind of a, a continuing, I guess, uh, magnification, if you will, of life's fulfillment, right? Because think about it. Anytime you, something amazing happens to you, you get a promotion or you win the lottery or, right, that's not likely, but anything that's good that happens in your life, what do you typically do? What's the first thing that you do? Typically, for most people, they immediately reach out to their loved one or loved ones to share with them the good news. Hey, we're having a baby or we're moving, you know, we got moved with my job and we're moving back home and, you know, we, we want to share it. It's, it's in the sharing that we magnify this human experience. And I think that's why we are as a species, such communal people. Okay. So giving back, contributing to something greater than yourself is always what's going to drive true fulfillment. So if you feel stuck, chances are you haven't done your healing. Because if you feel stuck and you're not on purpose, right, you haven't figured out who you truly are because you're you're just attempting to probably avoid all the things that lead to pain. So you're living your whole life attempting not to focus on the pain, attempting to not be something. And yet a lot of times where our focus goes, our energy flows. So the very thing that you don't want is the very thing that you do attract. Does that make sense? So again, the whole idea is you have to do the process of healing, which there's so many opportunities out there. And if you don't know like where to even begin, shoot me an email, okay? Podcast at johnnyking.com. Shoot me an email or hit me up on the social medias. I'll give you plenty of options for wherever you live for what you can do either virtually or in person. There's so many good things that you can do to begin the process of healing. Because once you heal, you can get yourself and your own insecurity out of the way. And from a place of confidence and abundance and congruency, you can actually step into your life's purpose 
right? And from your place of purpose, you'll find a great, much greater sense of solidarity and identity. And from there, can you truly feel fulfilled in life by contributing to something that's far greater than, than just you? And I think that's, that's how you change the world. Even if we're just talking about just even, I mean, I do feel like one of the, the greatest legacies we can leave as men is to impact future generations. So the, the, whether that's with your own kin, your own, your own children, or just people at work, people in your church community, you, you know, uh, being a big brother, big sister to, you know, orphans, like whatever. Find something that really, that doesn't just check a box, but that you that really kind of pulls on your heartstrings and pour yourself into that because that is what's going to allow you to feel like you're growing and that you're contributing to something um, that is outside of you. It's that altruism, right? So... Anyways, that's my two cents worth. I think that's the focus, especially for those people pleasers uh, or the the assholes, the bad boys, the the guys that that are just uh, <laughs> just picking up the scraps. They they can't depend on anyone. They're not dependable. They just want to live that wild life, and as mysterious as that might be, and attractive to some you know individuals, uh, you can't build a foundation on on a wound. So you're either avoidant <laughs> or you're anxious in the way that you show up. And typically nice guys are very anxious and assholes or quote unquote bad boys are avoidant. All of those, uh, neither, I should say, neither of those are secure. And for you to find security and a great sense of fulfillment, you have to do the healing. You have to do the work. And it sucks, man. It does. It's hard. It hurts. But this is the battle that you have to face if you're going to stop the generational shit that's been happening for eons, right? So, like I said, if you need help finding resources, hit me up. Check out my website, johnnyking.com. Uh, there's, just Google. Plenty of men's work, if you will, okay? And until we meet again, thank you for listening. I always appreciate it. Hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you soon. Later. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing, and we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.